Hello, my name is Albert, and in this episode of Movies, Movies, and Movies, I've got reviews for Minions and The Death of Superman Lives, What Happened. I have an HBO Go movie streaming recommendation to share, and I talk about the availability of geek movies today. Minions, directed by Kyle Balda and Pierre Coffin, written by Brian Lynch, starring Pierre Coffin, Sandra Bullock, John Hamm, Jennifer Saunders, and Jeffrey Rush. Since they introduced the Minions in the Despicable Me movie franchise, a lot of people, including myself, were clamoring for a whole movie just based on them. Their innocence mixed with their slapstick comedy and how their humor seemed like they were inside jokes for the audience were often a highlight in those films. Now we have that Minions solo movie, and I have to say that I'm slightly disappointed. It just wasn't that funny. It was more amusing than hilarious, and I hardly ever laughed out loud in this movie. What I liked about the Minions as characters and sense of humor is still there, but somehow I just didn't find the majority of this movie to be that funny. It was entertaining to a degree, and I liked the whole sequences that introduced the origin story of the Minions, but most of the movie just wasn't that funny. I think the storyline that involves Scarlet Overkill is what I really didn't like about this. I could have totally lived without that plot. The fact that the whole story for the movie is absolutely nonsensical is besides the point as well so I don't think I need to nitpick the very many plot holes. I know the kids are the primary target audience for this movie, and it seems that most of the children in my movie theater did enjoy it. However, I expected a good balance of jokes for adults and jokes for kids, just like the Despicable Me movies. But this one was heavily skewed for children. I suppose the writing and directing for this movie simply just didn't work for me at all. The biggest laugh I got out of this movie was probably during VillainCon, where the announcer said that Scarlet Overkill was going to do the keynote presentation in Hall H, which is a San Diego Comic-Con reference. I was probably the only one in the audience that laughed at the joke. I'm more than willing to recommend Minions to kids and maybe young adults, but there's not that much here that would impress an adult. Despite my negativity here, remember that I did find some amusement from it. The Minions are still adorably charming, and I love the Kevin, Stewart, and Bob characters. It was also fun to see this entertaining take on Queen Elizabeth. Oh, and I did enjoy the during and after credit sequences. Stick around for that. The Death of Superman Lives, What Happened? Directed and written by John Snap. Starring John Snap, John Peters, Tim Burton, and Kevin Smith. Back in 1998, there was going to be a Tim Burton-directed movie starring Nicolas Cage as Superman. It didn't happen, but the story behind it is wonderfully chronicled in this movie. This documentary is worth watching, just to see how a big Hollywood movie starts up in the beginning stages and the kinds of people behind it. From the writers, the producers, the director, the art and design team, to all the movie-making social politics involved, especially the social politics. You may complain about your coworkers or your bosses in regular jobs, but dealing with those Hollywood types seems like a whole different league of work annoyances. With that said, there is some gripping behind-the-scenes drama that is touched upon here especially when it involved director-writer Kevin Smith and producer John Peters on what their take for the Superman Lives movie was going to be, especially since the two guys kind of contradict each other in some ways. To further go into those matter, I recommend checking out the first An Evening with Kevin Smith specials where he goes in entertaining details on his involvement with Superman Lives that this movie only gives you a taste of. Then there's the understandably ambitious but questionable choice of having Nicolas Cage cast as Superman. That's a casting decision that's made to get an immediate opinion from the people. And this movie tackles that head on. 
Tim Burton's artistic take on the project and all the design work that was done for this movie are also all fascinating stuff. Most of this documentary really had a nice quick pace of getting the audience invested in seeing this Superman movie come to life, finding out what the story could have been, to seeing Nicolas Cage actually being in the costume were all fun highlights. However, this film started to feel a little dry towards the end as it settled on just showing production designs after production designs, which honestly isn't as gripping of a story to tell. It doesn't help that it ends on a down note on the fact that the movie was cancelled. In fact, while watching The Death of Superman Lives What Happened, I at one point almost forgot that this movie never did come out. I can see why John Schnepp wanted to investigate this story behind this Doom project because the what if is just too much to think about. For my movie streaming recommendation, I'm recommending John Wick, which you can find on HBO Go. Here's a lesson you learn in this movie. When a man is already grieving for his wife that just passed away, you do not break into his home, steal his car, and you definitely do not kill the puppy dog that his wife gave him as a final gift. The reason is because the man might be John Wick, and you absolutely do not want him mad at you. Keanu Reeves stars as John Wick, who is a retired hitman who was apparently the absolute best at his job. It actually gets a bit humorous about how so many people are aware of his reputation as this top-notch killer. He isn't the boogeyman, he is the man you hire to kill the boogeyman. This movie loves creating all those little background details and creates some clever world-building and mythology about his, this life filled with killers and mobsters. Of course, the main reason to see this film is for the action sequences, and wow, are they great fun to watch. As soon as you get past the first 15 minutes of sad Keanu scenes, there's a lot of fun action choreography here, from gun shootouts, martial arts, chases, etc. That the outrageous, ridiculous, and seemingly generic premise are just easily forgivable due to how much enjoyment there is to see how Keanu Reeves can kick ass and seeing Michael Nyquist as the Russian mob boss. This is definitely for fans of action movies. John Wick. Watch it on HBO Go. I think the kids of today don't know how good they have it with a slate of geek-related movies that are constantly being made right now. From comic book superhero movies to fantasy-based stories, I'm talking Marvel and DC cinematic universes, Star Wars, big-budgeted fantasy films like Lord of the Rings or Harry Potter, and even young adult science fiction movies about a dystopian future like Hunger Games or Divergent. All of those movies that are coming out left and right, well, that's only been a reality that just started just a little over 15 years ago. Prior to that, we geeky kids were lucky to get one or two of those a year. We had to wait and hope that Hollywood would make a movie about something geek-related. Then, when they do release something of that sort, the special effects weren't always the best, and the stories were never really as good as the source material. But now, Hollywood is catering to the geeky-friendly audience. The special effects are top-notch, the comic book source material are now placed in high regard as the proper blueprint for the movie adaptation. We are now in an era where teenagers expect these kinds of movies to be the normal thing. When I was a teenager, this was what I was wishing for. But I guess it's better late than never. You kids of today don't know how good you really have it right now. Lucky you. Thanks for listening. My name is Albert Patrick, and you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Albert5x5. You can send comments to whatwearswhy at gmail.com, via social media, or through the website. Rate and subscribe to our shows on iTunes. Check out our merchandise store and further support us via Patreon. Music has been provided by The Y Axis. Find them at theyaxis.bandcap.com. Until next time, this has been an episode of Movies, Movies, and Movies, which is part of the whowhatwearswhy.com network. A morning so proud.